Hi, I'm Chelsea, and I have rheumatoid arthritis. After being diagnosed in 2020, I made it my mission to learn everything I can about different chronic conditions. I didn't want to just read about them, though. I wanted to hear firsthand experiences. So I started this show to educate myself and to raise awareness. Welcome to My Immune System Hates Me. I assume if you're listening to this episode, you've noticed the title. Yes, this is the grand finale of My Immune System Hates Me. After much consideration, I've decided it's time to end the podcast. There are a few reasons I've made this decision. Number one, when I started the podcast, we were still in the height of the pandemic. I was working in person, but only half days. The rest of the time, I was bored out of my mind. I didn't have anywhere to go, so with my free time, I dove in deep to learning more about chronic illness. Now, a year and a half later, my time is filling up with other opportunities, and the podcast is being squeezed in where I can. I'm back auditioning, seeing shows, and almost living my pre-COVID life. I've also applied to university, which will no doubt add a lot to my plate. In conclusion, what started as a pastime no longer fits into my increasingly busy schedule. Number two, I don't want to say I know everything, but after 60 episodes, my initial questions have all been answered. I'm no longer as curious as I once was about these diseases. I find myself predicting my guests' answers because I've heard them before. Number three, this one is a big one for me and heavily discussed with my therapist. I'm ready for RA to no longer be my identity. Since starting this show, my illness has been on my mind daily, whether I'm feeling good or not. It's what everyone asks about when they first see me. How am I feeling? Am I doing okay? Etc. I meet someone new, they ask what my hobbies are, and the first thing I talk about is my podcast, which then leads to discussing RA. I don't want RA to be the first thing people learn about me anymore, because I am so much more than my illness. I'm a performer, an educator, the associate director of a kick-ass program, a cat mom, and yes, a warrior. I'm ready for RA to take a back seat so I can get back to living my life the way I want to live it. Of course, before I disappear into the abyss, I should probably give you an update. In my last update, I had started bi-weekly Humira and was up to 8 methotrexate a week. That worked really well for me for about two months, but then the pain started coming back. It started fairly mild, but eventually I had multiple joints that were at a three or four or five on the pain scale. My first thought was, I can live with this, but then I thought about how much poison I was putting in my body and realized I couldn't just accept that amount of pain. I contacted my roomie and set up an appointment. At that appointment, my rheumatologist examined me and concluded that we needed to knock out the inflammation ASAP. He put me on three days of prednisone, added a tablet to my methotrexate regimen, bringing me up to nine, and increased my Humira from bi-weekly to weekly. I had some concerns about this. First, I explained to him that the methotrexate has never done anything to improve my symptoms. I was on methotrexate for four months before adding Humira, and my symptoms were terrible during those four months. He snapped back with, have you ever been on this high of a dosage? Well, no, I hadn't. So then perhaps that's why it wasn't helping. Okay, fine. I'll increase the methotrexate. Then I asked about the increase in Humira. 
If you're an avid listener, you'll remember my pal Ray from season one developed medically induced lupus after going on Weekly Humera. I brought it up to my roomie and he told me it was extremely rare, but if I did notice any new symptoms, I should let him know and we'll move on. His conclusion is that the Humera worked for a period of time, so we'll see quicker results if we increase the meds rather than trying a new medication and waiting the three to six months for it to kick in. A quick sidebar. My job switched our insurance provider, and the new plan went into effect the day before my rheumatology appointment. I made sure I was fully prepared by spending the whole day before on the phone figuring out what my new specialty pharmacy was, because I knew I needed to get everything reapproved by my new insurance. When I checked in for my roomie appointment, I gave them the new insurance information and specialty pharmacy. Then, when my doctor told me he was going to submit my new prescription, I reminded him that I have a new insurance provider and a new specialty pharmacy. Later that night, I checked with the pharmacy to make sure they received my prescription. They received it, but they were very confused by it. The instructions were for me to take 40 milligrams of Humira every week, but the prescription was for 20 milligram syringes. Was I supposed to inject two needles each dose? No, of course I wasn't. It was a typo, but the pharmacy couldn't fill the prescription with this discrepancy. I called my roomie and explained the confusion. Two days later, I got a call from a different pharmacy who had received my prescription. No, that is not my pharmacy. My insurance won't approve that. I had to call again and tell the doctor the prescription was right, but it was sent to the wrong pharmacy. It took them over a week with, of course, daily calls for me to get the right prescription to the right pharmacy. But then the pharmacy called to say the prior authorization hadn't been sent. I picked up the phone again and the roomie sent over the prior authorization. Luckily, the insurance was fast and I was approved within an hour. I jumped back on the phone to schedule delivery with the pharmacy and my medication was delivered to my door just a few hours before I was due to take it. It was a really stressful two weeks, but because I'm persistent and annoying, I didn't miss a dose. Now, I've learned after doing this show for a year and a half that you have to be your own advocate. So I kept pushing and pushing until I got what I needed. But not many people who are chronically ill have the energy, patience, or determination to pick up the phone every single day. This whole experience made me think about all the people who are feeling too ill and unwell to fight the way that we often need to. Just another issue I have with the medical community. Anyway, I was on track, taking more methotrexate and Humira. After two weeks of the more frequent Humira, my pain almost completely vanished. My body felt fabulous, but my energy level has completely plummeted. I've never experienced fatigue like this before. There have been a few nights where I'm in bed at 6.30 at night and I find it hard to get up the next day. I've asked my doctor about this and he says if it persists, I'll have to stop taking the Humira. I'm hesitant to though because my body was feeling pretty good. That is until this past weekend. I had a stressful day at work and by the time I was home, both ankles, both knees, both wrists, both elbows, and most fingers and toes were in a lot of pain. I could hardly get up to walk to the bathroom. It's improved in the last few days, but now I'm thinking that Humira might not be the right fit for me. I'm super frustrated, but I'm not going to give up. And that's where I'm at right now, just kind of in this limbo space. So let me update you on someone we haven't heard from in a very long time. 
my mother. I was really hoping to get her on for the finale, but there's just no real update yet. She had her first ever in-person rheumatology appointment this week with a new roomie. She spoke with him on the phone before the appointment and gave him all of her background info and symptoms. When she went in this week, he did a brief physical exam and told her they'll need to run some labs to eliminate certain conditions. He said she shows no signs of hypermobility or Ehlers-Danlos, and that it's unlikely the fibromyalgia would cause some of the symptoms she's experiencing. This makes her condition even more of a mystery than when we started. She's frustrated that he excluded her two leading suspicions, but we're still hopeful that an answer will be found. I realize that leaves you all with a bit of a cliffhanger, considering this is the last episode and all, but don't worry. I'll continue to provide updates for both me and my mom on my Instagram page, at myimmunesystempod. I'll still be active over there and through email, myimmunesystempod at gmail.com. Please do reach out to me, because I'm going to miss everyone and would love to chat or offer support when I can. Another way you can find me is at the Rheumatoid Arthritis Warrior Group. If you still don't know what that is, it's a weekly peer-led support group for people with RA. Right now we meet every Thursday night on Zoom for an hour. If you want to join in, make sure you're following me on Instagram so you can get updates for any time changes or cancellations. I want to end this episode by thanking you all, my listeners. You have taught me so much about myself and this community, and I couldn't be more grateful. I've continued to do this podcast for this long because of the listeners that reach out and thank me for what I'm doing. As a community, we've helped so many people find answers and support, and we should all be very proud of ourselves. This show has been listened to in 74 different countries and downloaded more than 25,000 times. That is a lot of freaking people tuning in to learn about chronic conditions. I'm sad to be putting an end to the show, but I'm able to do it because I know the community still exists and the hole that this show leaves will be filled by the next host. In fact, my pal Jenny, who was featured in an episode earlier this season, just started her own podcast called My Spoonie Sisters. If my podcast has been helpful to you, I encourage you to keep looking for the support and knowledge you crave. Or heck, you can start a show too. If I can do it, you certainly can. Thanks again for listening to me ramble for the last year and a half. I wouldn't be who I am today if it weren't for the lessons I've learned through this show. I'll miss you all, so please stay in touch on Instagram or through email. Wishing you all health and happiness. Bye.